I have to say, Borna, you've been very supportive. And that is, I see you. I go, really? <laughs> I see your eyebrows raised like with surprise and enthusiasm. I have? You have Great. been. And I'll, and I'll tell Great. you why. Because you are always very good at reminding me to focus on the woman and how she feels after the task you don't want to do is accomplished. And not the woman right. who doesn't want to do the task. Right, because I, I heard someone say that, and I've tried to apply that yeah. to my own life. And I think I used that with you for a... You have. Was it to go to the gym or something like that? Yeah, because yeah, that's I, a common one. Right. I think about that yeah. almost every right. time. <laughs> so I went yesterday, and I had gone the day before. So now I went two days in a row, mm-hmm. and usually I'll do like an off day. But I did two days in a row, and <laughs> I know that's not a lot. That's not a big deal. But the point is... It's so easy to find a reason to not go, right? It's one little thing throws off sure. your he, yeah. One right. little thing, and you're like, "Well, I'm just not going to go." That's you know it. what I mean? That's, that's the last straw, right. even though there was no straws before that. That's the sign. Yeah. I just shouldn't go. So yesterday. I bring my stuff into work because I have to go immediately following the program. I cannot go home. I cannot go anyplace else. Do not pass go. Collect $200 because I won't go. So I change here so that I am immediately ready. And then I, I get the things that I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put them in my pockets, in my in my gym wear. And so that way, all I have to do is pull up, get out, go in, <laughs> and we're there, right? So I pull up yesterday, and I'm checking for my stuff, and I don't have my AirPods. You're thinking I, that's it. I'm going home. I did. I did. I, uh, I was like, that's well, it. I can't, can't work out it. like a like a psycho <laughs> with naked ears. I'm thinking people in my gym are going to judge me because I don't know what your gym is like, but everybody has either earpods in or headphones on. There is not one person that I really? noticed really? in my gym space, and even though they pump music over the whole thing, there's not one person that I've noticed that doesn't have earbuds in or headphones on. Nobody is working out with naked ears. Nobody. See, Everyone's I, in their own little gym world. I'm I'm going to say that but probably most people are like that. I can't I can't do it. I've never been able to do it. I can't have things on me. Oh, so you're the psycho. That just goes back to the first time I ever started exercising. I can't have like extra stuff on me. Like jewelry, can't have it anywhere. People yeah. work out with, do you work out with your earrings I and do necklaces? Not. Okay, you don't. I do not. Some people I take do. all of my jewelry Some people have their, their stuff on and their chains no. on. And something. No. Can't, can't do it. I try to work out with uh, with headphones. I'm like, can't do it. They fall out. I'm like, nope, I'm done. And yeah. so I never have. Okay, well, I have to because a lot of my stuff too. You don't, uh, you don't like, like the really... uh, the, play, the gym playlist? <laughs> Well, no, it's not banging enough for the you. The gym playlist is fine, but yeah. I like particular beats depending on what I'm doing because okay. I like to do the things to the beats, like depending on what it right. is that I'm doing. I should so say I, I like can't, to. I can't go for a run now with without it. Okay, so, so you I would get say, it. I say that you I, get lift it. in the gym. I can't, but but yeah. So I understand that. So I had this moral dilemma. I <laughs> I parked my car and I stood outside of my car for a couple minutes, where I just was like, ah, do I go inside? Do I not go inside? <laughs> I'm here, but I don't have my ear pods. Like, oh, are people going to judge me? Should I not? And then I said, let me just check my car one more time. And deep within the crevices of my vehicle, there they were, because I was pretty sure I had them. I I was positive that either they got sucked into the crevices of my vehicle or I left them on the kitchen table here in the station. And I was like, well, I'm not driving all the way back to the station to get them because then I'm just going to go home. Uh, and I found them and I went inside and all was well. But I want to say I had a real moral dilemma. And there were people that witnessed it because there was this dude who was just like sitting in his car and he was like wondering what I'm doing because yeah, I'm yeah. just standing outside yeah. of my car, like having a moral crisis. Um, 
So, yeah, the moral of the story is I kept thinking about how you always tell me, don't think about this woman now. Think about the woman who was happy afterwards. Right. But I can't say that if I hadn't find my my uh, ear pods, I, I might have used that as an excuse. Were you secretly hoping that they weren't there and then you were checked out, you're going well, home? Did you find them and go, oh, OK, now I, now I really no, have to No, because I've there. never gone up to the gym and driven there and then gone home. Yeah, it's fr- it's it's awful. I have a I have a friend who's notorious for that. Like she will get dressed, she will go to said gym, and then any little thing, she'll just be like, bah, bah, I can't, and then turn around and go home. And I can't if I'm that close. If I'm steps away from the gym door, I'm just gonna go. If I hadn't have found my uh, my earbuds, I would have still gone in. I would have felt self conscious the whole time that everyone was judging me for not having Nobody's something over my Nobody's looking at you, though, Mandy. So that's nobody okay. is nobody looking, looking at me, at which is another thing I, that I've noticed with going to the gym is nobody's looking at you. Everyone is so in their own world and focused on what they're doing that nobody cares what you're doing. Nobody cares what you're wearing. Nobody cares how goofy you look or lack thereof. Everyone's in their own world, and it's those earbuds that help me stay in my own world with the beats that I want to listen to or whatever I want to listen to. Focus Focused on what it is that I'm trying to do that day. It's kind of a life lesson of, and I. This is again. These are I just pass on words that I hear as, as my own, but I have no problem admitting that it's not. It's not my own. Years ago, I said nobody. Nobody's paying attention to you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares what you're wearing. Nobody's looking at that. Nobody's noticing any of that. How your hair is. Nobody. Everyone's too self-absorbed in their own in mm-hmm. their own mind that they're mm-hmm. not paying attention to you. They're wondering more about what you think of them than what they're thinking of you. That's, That's very true. true. That's so very really, true nobody's story. looking at anybody every, anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's the lesson for it. The lesson is everyone is self-absorbed and nothing matters, so do what you want. It's kind of the inverse of that, Mandy, as today, I thought. So a mutual friend of ours asked me, I forget it was over the weekend or she texted me yesterday or both, said, hey, I need some help moving some stuff. I can't do it by myself. Could you help me? I said, sure. I'm a helpful guy, Mandy. You are a helpful guy. I try guy to help out. Yeah. And so mutual, mutual agreeable time for that we both could swing was sure. today, today, like between 1 and 2.30. That was a time window. Yeah. We both could, could make it work. Mm-hmm. I could rearrange some things in my day, and I'll go over and do that. And I thought last night as I'm thinking about today, you know, and you know what? This is talking about using the most minuscule excuse. That will be my physical activity for the day because <laughs> I'm going to take out take some time. <laughs> And you know when somebody says, I've usually, furniture, I'm good. Usually when it's, when it's, hey, come over, help me move something, you always fear the, you've learned to fear the worst, yeah. right? Yes, you because that it's, it always is the worst. That it's, it's totally underestimated the time and mm-hmm. the amount, you know, she says, it won't take that long. So I thought, okay, that's how I will mentally reward myself for the day. That is my, that is my going to the gym, my workout. I'm not going to worry about trying to fit that in or do anything today. So I go over to her house earlier today, and it was downstairs, tick box up one, another box, kind of big boxes that are kind of, yeah, big and heavy and clunky for one person to do. Take a third one. She goes, okay, we're good. I go, that's it? I'm like, you sure? She said, yeah. <laughs> you sure you want to go downstairs and take a look? One, because this is my workout. It's been, it's right. been about six minutes. <laughs> Are you sure? Nothing else you, you're thinking down the line you want to move while I'm here? I was just do it. She's like, goes downstairs and goes, yeah, no, no, this all can stay. I'm like, that's it? That's it. So you know, let's rearrange the furniture. How's your living room <laughs> yeah. looking? Do you want to move a couch? Can we move some stuff? Can we move some stuff out? Garage? I need like I need another 20, right. 28 minutes or right. so. That table looks like it could go to so, a different place. Well, you don't want it. It was a very, very pleasant surprise yeah. of a, a moving situation that was very, very 
it ended up being the process underestimating mm-hmm. what the what the process was. And now I don't have any of my gym stuff or anything like that. I'm like, I'm not. Well, I'm now not you can't go. I can't go, so it's over. That's gotten better as we've gotten older. Like people are more prepared, and when they say, "Hey, I just need you to move one thing," or "Can you help me with this one thing?" It actually is that. Where when we were, you know, in our twenties, it was like, "Can you help me move?" And then you would show up, and nothing was ready. Things were right, packed. Right. It was way more than you thought it was going to be. It would. It took eighteen trips instead of one. You know what I mean? Do you think it's because we're getting older and people are more uh, like aware of time constraints? And, and things like that, or, or yeah, do you think happened. we just got lucky the last couple times? And it's that happened. happened. Uh, I think at, you get to a certain point where you've done that for enough times as you go through twenties, thirties, and your forties. Yeah. Everyone has had that mutual, mutually horrible experience of moving. So maybe you just you're either more prepared or you're very honest with what the what the job is mm-hmm. and do that. I think the last big move I did, Mandy, was your house, and that's a number of years ago. Yeah. That and yours was I remember going into your old place mm-hmm. and it was it was pretty much pretty much packed up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. It was let's just take the stuff out. I've been to the we've all had those nightmares where you, you know there it's like, Oh, can you help me pack? No, you asked me to help you move, right. not help you pack. Right. Yeah. I thought we were just moving stuff. Move from one place into a truck, mm-hmm. off the truck into the new place, job's done. Yeah, and I was very aware of that when I had people come over and help me, which is, and we had a bunch of people too. So I think that helped that out helps as well. Too. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, the no show, the no, uh, go, I've got eight people helping right. and then six like no you show. And one other person, yeah. you're like, we all had that. Cool. That that situation. All right, but let's talk about the things that you got out of that you just said you weren't going to do because there was like one little thing off. Let's go to uh, Elizabeth in Milwaukee. Elizabeth, hi. What's uh, What's the smallest excuse you use to talk yourself out of something? I have a cat sitting on my lap. That, <laughs> what? How does that work? That stops like you, you from can't doing get what? up and go do something, or nope, can't answer the phone, can't make dinner. Nope. Cat, cats, cat. cats napping. Oh, you can't get up. Do you actually have a cat, or are you just telling people? I that? have eight. You have eight. So do you ever yeah. get anything done, Elizabeth? Wait, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth, you, have- you have eight cats. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy. It's a, it's a National Cat Lady Day. Did you know that? No. It is. Yeah, that's wow. 100% a true thing. So happy National Cat Lady Day. I feel like you're the epitome of that, and I hope you enjoy your day. <laughs> is your right. lap is your happy lap ever open? Happy Day to you. Is, it, is your lap ever open, Elizabeth? Is it all, Or if you're sitting at home, is it always occupied with eight cats? Um, I have teenagers that, you know, help out, so that's good. Use their laps, too. Sure, sure. Their laps get full, too, so, okay. you know. <laughs> I have to say, though, Elizabeth, I have I have said that before that I don't I don't have cats, but I have two dogs. And I have said that before to Mr. D. I've said, oh, I can't go do that. Could you go grab that? Because the dog is really comfortable right now and I don't want to disturb them. So I totally get it. (laughs) I feel you. Yeah. Thanks for the call. All right. Thanks. Bye. That's an excellent excuse, Born, and probably a reason you should get a pet. Let's go to David in West Bend. Hi, David. Smallest excuse you use to get out of something. Hello? Hello? David. Hi. David, yes. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to comment. You guys, first of all, you're not old. Uh, I'm 60, and I own a uh, truck, and I tell people that, you know, I'm sorry, I can't move you anymore. Um, and sure. if they ask me, I'm like, well, I got, you know, my mom to take care of, and you know, all this and that. So, but I do get what you guys are saying. 
My question for you as a truck owner is, did you think about that before purchasing the truck is, oh man, people are going to ask me all the time to borrow and to move stuff for them. I didn't. I, you know, I love the truck. I needed the truck for my boat and for, uh, you know, hauling purposes. Yeah. Uh, but then it always seems like you fall into that category of, hey, he's got a truck, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's very true. You're the buddy yeah, that's so not a not a big deal, but, you yeah. know. You're the buddy. Oh, like, oh, I could fit that. I fit the mattress in there, the TV, yeah. the sofa. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody loves you when you have a truck. God, that's such a true story. My friend has a truck, <laughs> Thanks, and I David. want to get a, um, like, this fire pit, and it's huge. And before I even, uh, I was like, hey, um, so how do you want to take a ride with me and come look at, like, this really cool stuff? And then she was like, yeah, just, but also you can just take my truck. <laughs> so it just use it, yeah. like a good way to ask that. Yeah, I don't know. No, I try I not know. to, like, ever, ever, but it's just moving one thing. You know what I mean? Here we just sneak out and use our station vehicle. We do. That is a anybody. true story. So we're lucky for that, as long as we're working here. Uh, Sherry and Grafton. Hi, Sherry. What's the most minuscule excuse you use to not do something? Actually, it was today. I got on the freeway and got stuck in traffic for 30 minutes, and I was supposed to go to the grocery store. I'm like, screw it. I'm going home. Yeah, proud of you. So, solid. Now, some takeout f- instead. How, yeah, how do you feel about it now that you're home? See, now you, see this is why I talk well, about I'm your future self. It's, it's raining like hell, and there's thunder and lightning, and it looks like there's hail. So I think that made the right call. True. I'm proud of you, Sherry. But now you have no food at home. 